Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of To Each Their Own. I'm Leslie. And I'm Karen. And for today's podcast is going to be our Father's Day episode. So let's go ahead and get started, Karen. So I would think first, let's talk about our father figure or figures, if you have multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is are your father figures or your father figure? I think mine has mostly just been my dad. I don't think I've ever um, looked up to anybody else mm-hmm. as a father figure. Um, yeah, for the most part, I think it's just been my dad, even though like there's been times where uh like there was like short periods of times when we didn't talk or whatever um but for the most part it's always been my dad Mm -hmm. what about you same i mean i think it's just been um my dad Mm -hmm. i mean we didn't really have family close by so did you turn them on yeah it's on but um, your headphones yeah the headphones are on too um, I would say for me, yeah, my dad, I mean, he's the only male figure I've really had, like, you know, to see as a father figure because we didn't have family close by. Um, so did you nobody ever? else to really be around me to say, oh, that's like a father figure, too. Oh, OK, I was just going to oh, ask. Well, no, because my cousin. No, your uncles. Well, I didn't really see them as father figures because oh, okay. they weren't dads. Yeah. But they were more like, I would just see them as my uncles and I would have different relationship with them than, than with my dad. You know, my dad was like, your dad's going to discipline you and be there for the mm-hmm. good and bad moments. That's my true. uncles and my cousin were more there like for fun, like yeah. to take us to the store and mm-hmm. convince them to buy me stuff. You know, that yeah. was me like getting no, them. Tricking them into buying us them. stuff. Hey, I learned at a very Tell young age. Tell the story. <laughs> I learned at a very young age how to get what I want. Yeah, so. <laughs> They uh, were the first, they, like, guinea pigs. Huh? <laughs> the tell, guinea pigs. tell the stories because it's kind of funny. Um, well, I'll tell, like, one story. Yeah. Like, I remember. And even then now, they, they joke around how they knew that I didn't have money, like, to buy the stuff. Yeah. But they still enjoyed taking me because I was, like, their, in a way, kind of favorite niece because I was the only one around. Yeah. So I would tell them, like, every time, like, yeah, can you take me to the store, please? You know? And then they'd be like, do you have money? I'm like, yeah, yeah, my parents gave me money. This is like me in elementary school. Yeah. And then they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, yes. And then I would go to the store. Like, it would be, it could be a clothes store. It could be the liquor store, anything. And then I'd get everything I wanted, put it on the cash, like, for them to ring it up. Then when they're ringing everything up, I'd walk away to the side. <laughs> and then when it's ready to pay, they'll point at me, like, come pay. And I'm like, I don't have money. Like, I would just look at them and, like, move my finger, like, I don't have money. And then they'd, they'd pay for it. And then they're like, you said you had money. I'm like, yeah, that was kid, you know, whatever. But they would do it all the time. So it's like they knew they I knew. didn't. And then like, yeah, when I saw them, I saw a couple of them recently, like uh, maybe a year ago or two. And then we were joking about that, you know, and it's like they were like, well, we enjoyed taking her because she was like the only niece we had. Yeah. So we know she didn't. But yeah, I mean, hey, they were my first guinea pigs, but I learned <laughs> how to get my way. And maybe in a way kind of not so good because I learned I I wasn't told no. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true, too. So you weren't being told by your mom. You weren't being <laughs> told by your uncles. <laughs> probably no by your dad. Well, I was getting told by no, but my dad was the more <laughs> the strict no one, one uh, the more no. Um, but anyways, yeah. But no, other than that, no, because I didn't see them as father figures. They were more like fun uncles. Yeah. And my cousin was more like a brother mm-hmm. to us. So I would say my dad's the only one that was like a father figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing with my dad, too. Um, I have a lot of memories from when, you know, he he and my mom were still together. I was 
I think, 11 or 12. I, I was 11 when they, like, decided that they wanted to separate. And then t- by 12, that's when, like, he wasn't living with us anymore. And so um, I have a lot of, like, memories as a kid with him. And then even, you know, after that as well. So for the most part, my dad has always um, been with us, except for I'm telling you, like, that short period of time when we um, didn't talk. And it's not because, like, we were mad at each other. It's because we couldn't talk Mm -hmm. to him. But, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, he's my father figure. And I had a different experience because, in a sense, I had my dad up until I was, like, close to 20 years old Mm -hmm. when they were my parents, you know, and then when they separated at that age and he moved to Mexico, that's when it's, like, that's when, for me, it wasn't until I was, like, 20 years old when Mm -hmm. that split happened. So, for me, I had him all those years up until then. Yeah. And a funny thing, though, like, a funny thing about that is I remember, yes, like, my dad being around before my parents um, decided to get a divorce. But me and my dad actually didn't get really close until afterwards. Like, um, when I was going every other weekend and um, we have, yeah, like, after that point, my dad was just, like, my go-to person all the time. Like, I would just go to him for everything. Like, still to this day, like, no offense to my mom, but my dad is the one who, like, if I'm stressed out, he makes me feel calm and, like, stuff like that. And um, and I can vent to my mom, too. Like, it's, she doesn't make me feel bad or anything like that. But I don't know. It's just something about, like, the way my dad talks to me. I don't know. It just, like, makes me more calm. But my dad is for sure. Yeah, like, we didn't get close until after their divorce. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about, like, some memories that we have? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it was more like I was close with him younger because I was a daddy's girl. So it was, you know what I mean? As I got older, that's when we clashed more because I was growing up and doing stuff. Singing songs about sex. Yeah, (laughs) so that's when we would clash. So I was really close to him at at a young age because I was, yeah, my dad was my favorite. He was always my favorite over mom, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then as I got older, we would argue and fight and sometimes not even talk to each other for a while Mm -hmm. because I didn't like that. I got in trouble with him, so it's yeah. kind of like, well, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. And then we were both stubborn, so then we wouldn't talk to each other for a long time mm-hmm. until eventually someone would give in. Um, so, yeah, I guess we can share a memory. Well, I could share one just because I'm already at that topic of when we didn't talk to each other. Have I talked about this in the podcast? The, mm. Oh, I did. It's okay. No, sure, that yeah. one where how we started talking was because he took me to a concert. Oh, you didn't tell. You didn't talk no? about that. I thought mm-hmm. I did, but... When we didn't talk, I think I was in maybe freshman year of high school and we weren't talking for probably like over a year, maybe close to two years. We weren't talking at all, even though we lived in the same household. And finally, one day he told me like, hey, on this day, like, get ready. We're going somewhere. And I was like, "Okay, like, where are we going? And I started like, I think I heard it was a concert and Chris Brown had a concert that same day. So I thought he was. I was like, is he going to take me to a Chris Brown concert? I really started thinking this, but no, it wasn't Chris Brown. He just took me to go see his favorite band, Uh-oh. which was good. But which, I, which band was it? Um, Caifanes. Oh. So we went to go see them at the House of Blues. That was uh, downtown Disney. And he took me there. And so, I mean, that was good because that was kind of our way, our icebreaker to start talking again. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, for a second, I thought he was taking me to go see Chris <laughs> Brown. But no, he <laughs> took me to go see his. <laughs> Was it just you two or did yeah, all it was four just of you us go? Two. Oh, really? It was just us two. Oh, yeah. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have memories of your dad too. 
but i feel like uh since obviously i was like closer to your mom because our moms would talk and stuff and i remember in your being in front of your dad like i always kind of felt more embarrassed Uh and stuff like you could tell he was like more the serious one but Uh kind of funny in a sense but um i can i share one memory that i have of your dad i remember you guys invited me to go to the movies it was me you your brother your mom and your dad Uh and and your dad hit a possum or something (laughs) by accident i think yeah i think remember he <laughs> swerved and a, he swerved to not hit the possum but then the possum ran back yeah like turned oh, yeah, around and ran back was. so ended up running yeah, yeah it was definitely possum. an accident you yeah. know and then your brother was just like murder mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i still think it's so funny yeah. like just picturing your I little brother about that. you forgot yeah. about that yeah i just remember your like we us kids in the back seat and your brother's like all mad at your dad and he's like murder <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um that was funny um and then i think also um i remember your dad would um kind of tease eileen um because i you know i feel like me and my siblings our spanish is not the greatest because both of my parents speak to me in english Mm -hmm. and so we only know a little bit of spanish well my spanish is a lot better now but you know my sister i don't think really knew much spanish Mm -hmm. when she was like four and so your parents would only talk to her in Spanish. I remember they, your dad mostly would like tease Eileen about having a crush on your brother mm-hmm. and stuff. And like, I don't know. It was just, I remember like, that. Yeah. <laughs> and Eileen, I mean. Eileen would just like agree to whatever yeah. they were saying. She didn't even know what they were saying mm-hmm. until later on. We would like explain to her and she would get like embarrassed. But um, oh, yeah, Eileen, when she was so little. I know she was so yeah. cute. She's still a little cutie yeah. pie, I guess. I still, when but. I think about her, I think about the little four-year-old Eileen. Mm-hmm. That's how I think of her. So I want to, and I forget she's grown. I know, dude. I want to kind of get a little bit off topic, but um, when Leslie and I started hanging out, we were both in like fifth grade, so we we're like ten, eleven-ish, and then Leslie for some reason loved little kids. And I remember one time she fucking asked to hang out with Eileen if Eileen could go over. <laughs> and yeah, she was just doing her hair. Yeah. And Eileen had really curly hair back then. And Leslie it. was just like just strained her hair. And I think Eileen even fell asleep Sleep right? in the chair. Yeah. yeah and I remember I thinking you were kind of weird. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're my friend and you want to hang out with my little sister? Because I wanted a sister to yeah. do their hair mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. Remember, I liked going when I. When, if we were going to go somewhere, if I was hanging out with you guys and pick out Eileen's outfits. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's like having a real life doll yeah. for me. <laughs> That's what I saw it as. Like, yeah. It's like a real life doll. That's so funny. And then do you remember, like, there were times that me and you just want to hang out just us two. Mm-hmm. And poor Eileen, like, she bad. would be running behind us. like Because yeah. we would fucking book it. Like, we would <laughs> run. Because the I driveway to my apartment was, was so long. long. And we had to reach the end of the driveway and make a left to get to Leslie's mm-hmm. apartment. And I remember me and you would just fucking run. And then Eileen would come out running behind us and be like, yeah, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so she still, like, remembers, like, the trauma we caused her. So sad. I know, but. Um, At anyways. the time, it's because we're over here, like, you know, like, we don't want we little kids. We were just being kids, yeah. too, though, you know, like, yeah. And I, I fucking, like, I was around little kids all the time mm-hmm. because I'm the oldest. And, like, your brother's only a year younger than you. So, so I feel like that's never, different. It never felt like I was with little kids. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there was a point in my life where I had to take care of my sister, you know. And even though I don't think the responsibility was purposely put on me, like, at some point. You were the, helping out. I was yeah, the one. Yeah. Because exactly. you're so, the oldest. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And so, like, I needed a break. So I was fucking running. <laughs> but anyways, back to our dads, I guess. But, yeah, th- those are, like uh two memories that i always think of like your dad mm-hmm. yeah what about uh, memories with your dad 
I have so many. Well, yeah. One that stands out that just pops out of your mind right now. Um, one that pops out. I think uh, I mentioned it before too. Is um the fact that like so for when my dad and my mom were divorced, you know, I would go every other weekend. So, you know, my dad lives an hour away and we would be stuck in traffic. And so I cherished like those times when we were stuck in traffic because that's when we would talk about a lot of stuff. Like I, I know I've mentioned it before, like me and him would talk about religion, what we really th- thought about gods and angels and aliens, how we thought the universe was going to end. Um, just like so many random things, you know, and he would tell me, talk to me a lot about like his stories, like growing up here and in mexico and stuff like that so like those are the memories that i cherish the most like just talking to him and then also um we would like we always like my dad is such an inventor dude like he will make things and um i remember he would tie a rope or somehow i don't know exactly what he would do but like tie a rope to a piece of like wood like something you can sit on and he would make a really like long swing and he would take it to the park and he would find like a tree with a tall branch like that was strong enough to like basically hold a swing. And it was just like one big swing like and he would take it to the park. And I remember the I think it was at um Mile Square Park, <laughs> one of the little like park ranger guys or I don't know whatever they're called. Um, he tried he gave my he wanted to give my dad a ticket for doing that and my dad was like well show me in the book like that i can't do this and so the guy was flipping flipping through his little booklet and there was nothing about making your own swing on a tree so he couldn't get my dad at the ticket but anyways my dad even remembers that uh one of those days that there was actually a line of kids that were trying to get on the swing and i actually have a picture of him on the swing too and he just looks like a little kid but yeah my dad is such a like kid at heart and um I don't know if you remember my dad made a seesaw in the backyard. I was about to say, yeah. I was about to ask you, did he make the seesaw in the back? Yeah, he made the seesaw in the back. Um, I don't know if you remember, there was like a little shack back there where he put his tools. I don't remember the shack, but I remember no? the seesaw. Oh, okay. Yeah, like my dad just, he's very creative. He likes to make things um, or he'll like figure out a way on how to make certain things. But um, yeah, like those are... I guess two of my favorite memories with my dad, like the whole swing thing and just like talking to him and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you think you're more like you're, you're more similar to your dad than your mom? Um, like in when it comes to your interests or like things you're into or hobbies or, or personality wise or. I feel like. I feel like in some senses, they're actually both kind of, they share similar interests too, because my dad is creative and so is my mom, but my dad is more creative in the sense that he's going to like build and make something and like figure it out. Uh, Like I always joke (laughs) with my family and I'll be like, if my dad makes something, for example, I'll be like, yeah, duh, my dad's an engineer. Like I always say he's an engineer, Um, but yeah, like, and my dad's like super smart and like, um, He's interested, like, for example, he loves watching, like, the Discovery Channel and National Geographic and stuff like that. And I think that's where I got that from, you know, from him. He also loves the ocean, and so does my mom. Like, my mom loves the beach. She loves the ocean. I love the ocean. Like, yeah. So they're. I feel like they have 
like some similarities and that those are the things that I have similar or in common with them. Mm-hmm. But my mom, yeah, I won't get into it, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, because I think I'm, I think I'm most similar to my dad than my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents are pretty different in like their views and what they're into and stuff. So, a lot of the stuff that I like, I know it comes from my dad. Like mm-hmm. music comes mm-hmm. from him because that's his favorite thing. I like going to the music store with him, going buying CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very similar in the sense of like. We don't like to be tied down. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's our Zodiacs because he's a Sagittarius and I'm an Aquarius. And we're very similar in the sense of in a relationship. We don't like to be felt like I've never mm-hmm. liked a relationship where I feel like I'm tied down or I don't I don't I can't have my space or freedom. Wait, when's your dad's birthday? December 5th. OK, yeah, because I was like, my dad's a Sagittarius, too. Mm-hmm. He's December 9th. Yeah, so most Sagittarius are like Aquarius in the sense that we don't like to be, we don't, we like to feel like even if we're in a relationship and it's committed, we, and I feel like as I, when I got older and then after high school, me and my dad could have conversations where things that he, even my mom wouldn't know about maybe Mm -hmm. drugs he's tried or Mm -hmm. things like, you know, where I feel like we're, I feel like me and him are most similar Mm -hmm. into what we're into and the way we are and the way I behave, I think is a lot from him mm. not really my mom like my mom has taught me like hard work but my dad also was a hard worker and stuff mm-hmm. but i think a lot like also reading it came from him because mm. he read every day really like, every day he read and i think he got it from his dad mm. because my grandpa was a big reader like even because you know he passed away when my dad was really young but the way my grandpa is remembered is he always had a book and a cigarette Aww. even at the dinner table mm-hmm. a book like he was reading all the time and I think a lot of that comes from my grandpa. And then my dad is a lot like his dad. And I have a lot of, like my dad. Like we're also very like um, rebels. Like we mm-hmm. like to break rules and we don't like to be told what to do. And I think I got that a lot from him. So I think also like I grew up with um, like thoughts of revolution and like, I don't know, like. Okay, we like kind of like my grandfather read a lot of communist books and things when it comes. Mine's not recording. It's not recording. Okay, we'll we'll start it here. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of that stuff, like revolutionary stuff, and I don't know. Just, I think a lot of the way I think and what I'm into and what I believe in comes from my dad and his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm most similar to them than my mom. I feel like with my mom, I'm like a black sheep because I'm so different from her. Oh, really? To her, yeah. Like, she's always like, oh, like, she was always surprised. Like, why are you, like, why didn't you turn out like me? Why are you so different from Mm -hmm. me? But it's like, well, I'm my own person, but I'm most similar in a lot of ways when it comes to relationships, when it comes to the way I am and with people or i don't know i'm most like my dad maybe that's why we would clash sometimes Mm -hmm. and but we're both stubborn and we're the type that will cut you off and just not think twice about it like that's how we are you guys cut each other off exactly (laughs) like i mean but we're the type that can do that and we're just like we don't feel anything it's just like okay i'm done with that and that's it so most of what i'm into comes from him oh that's Mm -hmm. interesting right now that you were like talking about all of that it actually made me think of when you were saying like your grandpa to your dad to you i that made me think of my mom and her mom um like dancing is a big one you know like my grandma loves to dance my mom loves to dance 
I love to dance, and they're all outgoing as well. This is Father's Day episode. I know, but no, I just wanted to. I just wanted because you had asked me earlier, like, who am I more similar to? And I feel like I am more similar to my mom in those kinds of ways, but I am similar to my dad as well. But um, one thing that I actually kind of also was thinking about while you were speaking is like I think another thing we can touch on is like, do you feel like your dad, um, kind of saw his dad and that influenced the way your father was a parent to you um yes i think about all that all the the time like that's why i don't you know even though my dad left to mexico and we weren't as close anymore just like there's times where we'll go without talking because i don't want to talk to him and then there's times where we connect again and talk and then it's mostly me that i just distance myself Mm um but yeah sometimes i when I try not to give him a hard time in the sense of maybe choices he made in the past because um, since his father passed away when he was nine years old, is like he really didn't have a father figure to grow for the rest, yeah. to kind of like grow into as a teenager and an adult and this and that. So I kind of understand like he didn't have his father figure for the majority of his life and i know him that's something that affected him a lot because he thought about his dad a lot like he missed Mm -hmm. his dad a lot Mm -hmm. so i always think like how different would things have been if my grandfather would have lived Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean i do take that in consideration where obviously when you don't have that to see or to show you or to learn from you kind of on your own just learning Mm -hmm. as you go and just and then my dad was a young dad so wait how old was your dad when he had you he was um, 18 when I was born. Oh, okay. And my mom was 25. She's yeah. seven years older. So he was a kid, mm-hmm. you know? So our moms and our dads are like the opposite because my dad was 25 when I was born. And then um, my mom was actually 21 going on 22 mm-hmm. when I was born. But um, yeah, that, that I think it's a very important for men or even like women too, you know, to have a parent to kind of be a role model. So that way it gives you an idea of how you should parent or should not parent either. Yeah. Because I know I mentioned in my last one, like, or the one for Mother's Day, I did mention how my mom grew up in such a, I'm going to just say like a toxic environment. And she decided that that's not what she wanted for her kids. And I feel like my dad in his own way kind of did that too, because my grandpa, um, when they lived in when my dad lived in mexico with my grandma my grandpa was actually here in the united states like i guess working and um so my dad never saw his own dad you know and um he was mostly raised by my grandma and i know her sisters helped too and um uh so yeah and i I know that my dad did not have a like very like the relationship i have with my dad he did not have that with his dad you know even though his parents you know, had been together their whole lives or his whole life. Um, he didn't have that. And I think it's so funny. Like, my dad, dude, is so, like, um, como se dice? like uh, affectionate with me and my brothers and my sister. Like, super affectionate. Like, we're, we hug a lot. Like, I love hugging my dad. And I know my dad loves hugging my siblings, too. Like, we all love hugging my dad. I don't know. It's so, like, funny. And um, and he always tells us that he loves us. Like, I know there's some people with their parents, like, 
they'll never say that you know with their Me. mom or dad you you too me i'm like that you, with with both your parents like i'm not telling but you even you. with your dad when you were daddy's girl you wouldn't tell him that you loved him when i was little but as i got older it's one of those like even now when he would if we do talk and he says i love you i just say same oh <laughs> like what he even pointed out like why yeah. can't you say and i just Aww. it's awkward that's why i'd rather yeah. not talk because i know he's gonna say something like that and to yeah. me it's kind of like unless it's natural and i want to say it i can't say it yeah so i say same yeah dude you remind me of my grandpa my dad's dad because he does that to me because you know how i mentioned earlier you know my grandpa is not a very affectionate man and so um like i'll be like abuelito te quiero whatever like when he's gonna go to sleep he's like yo también and that's yeah, it that's you know <laughs> that's, that's how i did but it's because i can't be loving and affectionate but it has to be with someone i want to be mm-hmm. like like if it's a significant other i can be like a whole different person but yeah. i, I want to do it yeah not because you're telling me you love me yeah and if i don't feel like saying it to you yeah you're making putting me in a situation where it's uncomfortable for me and it's like i'm not gonna say it just because you said it yeah like i have to mean it and really want to say yeah. it to you yeah I, I understand um what was i gonna say but yeah like back to my dad though it's like you know my grandpa is not like that and so i had never seen my dad hug my grandpa like my entire life up until my my grandma had you know, she passed away in 2018. And at her funeral, um, my dad went up to my grandpa and like gave him a hug. And I was like, like, that was the first time I ever saw my dad and my grandpa hug ever, like ever in my life. And um, I just really appreciate the fact that like, even though my grandpa was an affectionate with my dad, like my dad still viewed it as okay to be affectionate with his own kids, you know, because I like other friends too like I know that their dads are not like very affectionate to them and stuff and but my dad is like pretty affectionate with us and I feel like that's one of my favorite things about him mm-hmm. yeah. it, I think that kind of makes me think you know how you said oh we could talk about Xavier's dad because you know he's a father figure for his for my son mm-hmm. I that's the one thing I do appreciate about him because he also wasn't coming from like a very affectionate household. I mean, mm-hmm. his parents were separated for you know since a young age, and his dad obviously comes from a different background in the sense of more like you know you gotta be hard and the you know like you know what I mean like yeah, you're not tough. soft yeah you're tough you know men don't cry boys don't cry kind of mentality, and I like that with Xavier he's very loving like he's a completely different person from what probably probably other people knew him as growing up because mm-hmm. when the neighborhood he grew up in you had to be strong and tough you can't be weak or Mm -hmm. soft so the fact that with xavier he's very very loving like like it's like a whole like that's what i appreciate because xavier's getting something that i know because i think father figures i know they're i feel like they're important to girls because i feel like then you can grow up with daddy issues but Mm -hmm. i feel especially for boys like Mm -hmm. you need a father figure for boys because you need a man to teach a boy how to be a man especially if it's a good a good example of a man like you know because obviously they're going to learn whether you're a bad example or good they're going to learn from you Mm -hmm. so i feel like xavier has a good example in the sense of you know whether me and him are together or not for i i can trust that he's a good example for him to show him to be a good person and uh you know what i mean like he's not the type that because i've been around where other guys with their sons are very not loving because it's Mm kind of like no don't you know don't what I mean? Kind of like, don't, yeah. don't, don't hug me. Like, like don't kinda, be a sister. You're a, you're a man. Like you're, a, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I've heard it, mm-hmm. and that's not what like Xavier can like 
he loves his dad right now he loves him more than me probably <laughs> but because his dad like he's never yeah. turns him down to play or to hug him or tell him i love him that he loves him and mm-hmm. like i know like if if i die tomorrow like i know he's he'll be he's in good in hands. hands yeah maybe not as as great hands as with <laughs> me but i know like okay i can rest in peace knowing that at least He's going to be raised to be a good person, basically. Yeah, like, he's going to yeah. be there for him. Like, I know it's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, that too, where it's like he cho- he's choosing to be different with his own son. Because, I mean, even with maybe with his own siblings or people around, I can't say that they're there for their kids 100% or yeah. even there in the picture. Yeah. And he's 100% in the picture, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I, I've seen that a lot, too, where, like, when a guy comes from like a macho like family where the, or the men are macho or whatever and then they're like that to their kids too how you mentioned like saying like men don't cry like don't be crying or whatever don't and i've heard like people be like or men be like don't be acting like a girl like mm-hmm. saying stupid shit mm-hmm. like that uh, i just want to slap them but anyways um but i think it's important to like teach your sons you know like it's okay to have feelings you know i mean it's about teaching them how to get through those feelings. Yes. Like, we're not going to baby you either. Yes. But we teach them to the sense of like, well, what's making you feel that way? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's your choice. Do you want to stay sad or upset? Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Or do you want to do something about it or move on? And yes. then it's kind of let it. If, and if he's feeling sad and wants to go to his room and be alone, with, well, you got to let them. Yeah. Like, I've read mm-hmm. a lot about that where us as parents, especially, we don't, obviously, we don't want our kids to be sad or upset. So we mm-hmm. do anything to try to like, here, how about let's go buy your toy or let's mm. here you want a cookie to feel better? And I used to be kind of the habit before where it's like you're trying to like please them because you don't want them to be sad because it yeah. hurts you. And I've read a lot about that where it's like you, that's doing something bad to your child because you're teaching them to feel ashamed that if they're feeling upset, to let them because if you're always making them feel like they can't be sad or upset, it's teaching them to be ashamed of those feelings. Mm-hmm. So they feel like something's wrong if I'm sad instead of like you have to let them like it's okay you have to let them be upset and get through it and on their own like let them feel those feelings and because they have to learn to deal with them yeah so but anyways i i know like his dad is not the type that's gonna be over here like stop acting like a girl like Mm -hmm. you know as he can teach him to be a man and obviously like i guess you could say stand up for himself but also like it's okay to be sad just either you have a choice to stay sad or deal with it and move on yeah Mm -hmm. you were making me think too of um, one of my cousins um his their dad my uncle um i wouldn't like he's definitely not like one of those guys who are like oh i'm too macho to have feelings you know and um i i wonder if that has anything to do with him growing up with mostly his sisters but anyway sorry (laughs) um but I remember when my cousin was younger, um, something upset him and he was crying. And I think he told my aunt or my mom, I can't remember, but he was like, boys have feelings too, you know? And it's like, oh, like, I don't know. That kind of just warmed my heart because I was like, they're doing a good job with him at home. And like, I, I'm i sure if he felt <clears throat> comfortable enough to be crying like that, you know, my uncle's not telling him like, hey, come on, man up, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... um yeah i i think it's important to for just yeah to have like male role models mm-hmm. in a child's life whether they're male or female so exactly. yeah because yeah. also with girls it affects girls when depending also how the relationship with their father is mm-hmm. when it comes to 
like I know one of the next things is um, um, having your father teaches they teach you lessons, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously those lessons, whether they're good or bad, are eventually going to lead also to how you are as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have any lessons that you feel like you've been taught by your dad or? Yeah, I think this has been like an ongoing thing with him. And it's more like I want to be more like him in some senses. You know how earlier I was saying that um, if I'm upset or I have a problem, like I go to my dad and he like just I don't know what it is about him. Like he kind of just makes me more calm. But one of the things he always like tells me is like, it's not going to be like this forever, you know, and um he just kind of reminds me that whatever I'm going through, it's just like a moment in my life and it's not ruining my life, you know? And so um, I feel like just kind of having more of a mentality like his is what I, I guess I'm kind of like learning, like still to this day, like trying to practice more in my own life. Um, but I feel like, yeah, before it was hard for me to think like, oh, like, this is not going to go away or like, you know, like just stuff like that. Putting too much thought into it instead of like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a temporary. Do you need to text him? Oh. <laughs> um, it's just temporary, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those things where at least you have your dad to be able to teach you, you know, or like when you're going through hard times, you mm-hmm. have that feeling of like, okay, yeah, you're right. It's only a feeling for right now and something I'm going through right now, but it's not going to be per- permanent. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so my dad just kind of, like, just something on the way that he talks to me just makes me feel more calm. He makes me realize that things are not as big of a deal as I make them to be in my head. And um, I try my best, so, like, literally every day to keep that in mind, you know. Um, And I feel like, and I think another thing, too, is... um, the affectionate thing you know my dad's so affectionate and um i'm not sure if i mentioned this in our mother's day episode but my mom loves being affectionate as well but for me sometimes i kind of struggle with like um being affectionate with her sometimes i mean i I, i'll send her like good morning messages like wishing her she has a good day and you know, tell her I love her and stuff like that. But when we're in person, like I will not just sit there and hug my mom the way I do with my dad. And I think a lot of it has to do with like my teenage years and all those years that, you know, we would just like argue and stuff. That, we, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like just all of that kind of like, um, doesn't allow me to like push that wall down and be more affectionate with her. But because I'm so affectionate with my dad, like it reminds me like, okay, you have to be that way with your mom too. You only have one mom. Mm-hmm you know, and thankfully, you know, I still have her in my life. So I just have to remember that, like, I have to um, show her as much love as I do with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't you know have if that to makes just, sense, Maybe it'll but... just take time to build up to that same comfortability that you have with your dad. Yeah. When it comes to the yeah. affection. Because it's not like I don't love my mom. Like, I, I love them both very, like, equally. It's just... Um, You're more used to it with your dad. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. But I feel like that's probably those are the things that like big takeaways that i take from my dad um yeah what about you i think for me um from him is what i got more of the who care like like 
It's one of, like, my mentality of, like, if it's not affecting me, why am I going to stress about it? That's one of the things my mom, used to, like, she always tells me, if you're just like your dad, you don't care about anything. And it's, like, it's not that I don't care. It's that why am I going to stress about something or worry about something that I can't control and it's not affecting me? Like, you mm-hmm. know, and, yeah, it's one of those things. I think also, like, her, like, for me, I can set boundaries. And if it's, like, well, I don't want to talk to you because all you talk about is negative stuff. So I'm choosing to kind of take a step back take a step back or only talk to you about certain stuff and mm-hmm. i feel like she gets upset about that like she'll say you do you don't like talking to me or this or that but i just tell her well it's because sometimes you only want to talk about this yeah i think it's just one of those where I, yeah I, I think i just learned to just not care as much or if it's not like don't put too much worry into something or stress about something that's not affecting you mm-hmm. so there's some things like that um, I do think I get a little bit of my cold heart from him. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I feel it has helped me where even in even in like um, just anything where I don't know if it's a good thing, like I said, but in relationships or anything where, I mean, I can't really say I've ever really been heartbroken to mm. to where I'm still thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those like, yeah, you know, that person was only meant to be in my life for that long and now that time has expired and there's someone else out there like i've never i like i can just move on easily and not put you know what i mean i don't know that might also have to do with the fact that like you made sure that they like you more than you like them too yeah but i mean just anything i mean just with other stuff like i can just like i said i can cut someone off even if it's someone that's been in my life and then just like like even if you sometimes are like, oh, I missed, like, you know, we had fun memories. But then I do remind myself of why the reason why I had to put that boundary or cut them off. And it's like, and then it's back to like, all right, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like my cold heart came from him in a way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, if he's like that and you're like that, too. Mm-hmm. But um, but where we may have a cold heart, but then when the people we want around or we're like, you know, we can open up, but. Mm-hmm we're selective of who we open up to yeah yeah i'm trying to yeah i don't know i'm sorry i was just like kind of comparing myself to my dad too but i feel like um i feel like he's a very giving person too and i feel like i'm the same way like it's like funny but my dad actually um there was a time in his life where if he would see people pulled over on the freeway like they needed help or something, he would actually pull over to help them. Like I mentioned earlier, my dad's such a handyman and like stuff like that. So if he sees somebody struggling, for example, like on the freeway, people usually have like car issues and stuff. Like he'll try to help them and stuff like that. There's actually, um, I might get this story wrong, but for the most part, <laughs> Mickey. Okay, anyways, but for the, for, what I know is that he had seen like this car pulled over and it was two women and a little boy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know um, if there was something wrong with their car. Like why did they pull over? But something happened and the, they had a, their son with them or Mm -hmm. it was like a mom, her daughter and her son. And her son was like a minor. And my dad pulled over because he saw them, you know, like two women and a kid like pulled over. He pulls over and the kid needed like an inhaler. I don't know if he was having some type of like asthma attack or like, I don't know, something was wrong with him. Um, and they didn't have a cell phone or something like that. This was a, yeah. And so um, 
he let them borrow his phone, you know, so they could call somebody, like, or call mm-hmm. the ambulance. And I forgot, I think the ambulance did get there or something. I don't remember exactly what had happened or if somebody just showed up with the inhaler. I don't remember exactly what happened, but um, point being is this kid was struggling. My dad, like, was able to let them borrow their phone and however whoever it was they were able to call help and Mm -hmm. the kid was able to like get help but my dad does a lot of things like that and there was actually a time in my life when i had a bag in my trunk i had band-aids water bottles toothpaste toothbrushes like a bunch of hygiene things and when i would see homeless people on the street i would pull over and take my bag and be like do you need anything from here you know and um yeah (laughs) Laughing because of Mickey. No, I'm oh. thinking about something. It's because I'm thinking about the episode, the Member Scary movie, where the girl, the homeless guy, is asking them for oh, yeah. something for dollar, money. Bitch. And then yeah, <laughs> I'm like they were they ever like <laughs> when she offers him the sandwich. Yeah, and, and like, the Do they actually have had some? Well, not like that exactly <laughs> happened, but um. So I'm I'm very um, I have a very soft spot for homeless people, mm-hmm. and regardless like whether they're on drugs or not Mm -hmm. or whatever their situation is you know like something happened in their life that led them to be in the Mm -hmm. position that they're in so i have just i have Mm -hmm. a big soft spot for like homeless people um but i remember when i was in high school Mm -hmm. i know i'm getting off topic but i'm not high school i'm sorry when i was going to community college um there was like this little seminar thing and it was this homeless guy who he was at that time like in his early 20s we were the same age and a girl, an older woman, and they were just talking. He was actually homeless, the mm-hmm. guy, and he was sharing his experience as a homeless person. And mm-hmm. he actually said, like, um, I guess they call them flaggers, like the mm-hmm. guy, the people who ask for money. Mm-hmm. They call them flaggers. And he's like, if you see a flagger, he's like, they're not asking for money for food. He's like, they want it for drugs. Mm-hmm. And like, this is what he said. I'm not making this up. And so um, he's like, if you really want to help, um, you know, homeless people, give them bikes, give them clothes, give them water, mm-hmm. like give, feed them, you know, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So that's kind of where I got that from. So after um, listening to him speak about his experience and blah, 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 after that, from that point on, I never like gave money to homeless people anymore. I always buy them mm-hmm. food. And so, like, if they're asking me for money and we're, near, like, in a shopping mm-hmm. center, I'll be like, oh, are you hungry? Like, I, like let's go buy mm-hmm. you food, you know? Mm-hmm. Is he going to leave? Probably not yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll just ask them, like, oh, if you're hungry, like, let's go buy mm-hmm. you food. So I, I'd rather just buy them food. And so one time, <laughs> so, I, you know, this is just something I practice in my life. But this one time um there was a man asking for money uh we were outside of subway and then i was like oh um what did i i was like oh are you hungry and i was like i can buy you a sandwich you know because he was right outside of subway Mm -hmm. and he's all like sure like he was so grumpy with me and i was like okay did he still buy it for him after yes and then we were in line together and he just like wasn't really like I don't know. It was just a very... he didn't want a sandwich. He wanted money. Yeah, he definitely... You could tell, yeah, he wanted the money, not the sandwich. And I thought of that scene, too. Like, I said a dollar, bitch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then I remember whatever. I bought him his food, and he sat back in his same spot. And, like, I'm literally still right there in front of him, and he's asking people for money in front of me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever, I guess. Like, uh, he still needs to eat, though. Yeah. You know, so I'm so glad that I bought him his sandwich. But it just... 
it was a very weird situation yeah, <laughs> like that's funny. the other people don't make me feel that way like yeah. they're not asking for money exactly. in front of me after i buy them food oh my but god to each their own to you each know their own. but anyway so i feel like i got a lot of like that like me being that way mm-hmm. um from my dad too because like i said like my dad is so willing to help whoever he can like it doesn't really matter who it is if he knows that you need help he's gonna try to help you that's just the type of person he is so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um where were we going about this oh i guess like um i guess how we view our dads as from childhood to adults adult like our relationships yeah or our relationships with them I was closer with him when I was younger mm-hmm. and now as adults because he lives so far away and I kind of distance myself when it comes to talking to him. I can't really say I have too much of a close relationship with him because mm-hmm. I don't really keep in touch that much. Yeah. Like I can go almost a year and maybe eventually I'll reply to his messages and then I'll talk to him for a little bit here and there and then I disconnect again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I was more close when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think I mentioned it already, though how i was closer to my dad after they got a divorce mm-hmm. um rather than rather than before because i mean before yeah like we would spend time together and stuff like that but my memories of my dad as when i was younger are a lot different from once they were like divorced and mm-hmm. he actually spent more time like we actually talked and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that i was already growing up mm-hmm. um and we can actually have conversations because you know when you're a kid you can't really have um deep conversations yeah. and when you're older you can but um yeah dude like i literally will visit my dad almost every weekend mm-hmm. like i'm usually always yeah, you're over still, there you're over there a lot with yeah dad. yeah uh-huh. and even like if i don't uh <laughs> so lame uh even if i don't like uh if I'm not going to see him, I still, like, we'll go to Riverside. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so I'm saying that I'm so lame because recently, I forgot what had happened, but me and my dad did not see each other for, like, three weeks. So, anyways, I was just going to share my story about how I'm so lame. But, yeah, so me and my dad, for whatever reason, we didn't see each other for three weeks. I think, like, I was either sick or I had, like, something going on. Mm-hmm. And then, like... The following week, I couldn't go because I think they were sick or I don't remember what happened. And then my dad was in Mexico. So we just didn't see each other like for three weeks, mm. maybe. But we talk on the phone all the time. Like, I'll call him. We text. <laughs> and then um, and then I forgot if it, it was two weekends ago when I didn't see him because he was in Mexico mm-hmm. and he called me while I was in Riverside. And then um, uh i was like oh dad like yeah i'm not, i was like for sure i'll go next weekend oh the weekend that he was gonna be back home mm-hmm. was actually mother's day weekend mm-hmm. and so obviously i'm not gonna like ditch my mom on mother's day but um i told him like i'll go on saturday like so i could see you you know and then we hung up and i started to cry because i was like i miss my dad <laughs> hey that's good though like you yeah. have a close relationship with your dad that, yeah you know what i mean yeah but um but like i don't know i just think it's funny because like we talk all the time on the mm-hmm. phone we text each other like just stuff and like that miss him. and i'm like i miss my dad yeah because i was okay. even thinking like oh hugging him and stuff oh like that. <laughs> i'm telling you i don't know it's just like my my dad is um 
I was like literally thinking about this the other day, but I feel like my dad is kind of like a security blanket for mm-hmm. me. Like something about him like just brings me so much comfort. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I don't know. It's just um, and I feel like all the things that I say about my dad, my mom is that way, too. But I feel like it's just the connection is different. Maybe also because who did you argue more argue exactly. with more is with your mom growing yeah. up, right? Yeah. She was a bad cop. And dads, in the, for the most part, are more of the good cop mm-hmm. where he was letting you maybe like you could talk to him and it was like you guys enjoying like mm-hmm. your thoughts in this. So it was more positive, positive. So you feel like it your security blanket because most of the time, even though whatever may have happened in the past, but it was positive for you. Like yeah. in your mind is positivity with mom. Sometimes it's like, oh, if I tell her, she's going to say this or that. Mm-hmm. Like you're we're still into that. Like, oh, it's going to be like screaming or judging or argument argument, you know because i did this or i'm saying this like i know because with my dad i could talk to him about things and i didn't feel like he's gonna judge me every second and this and that Mm -hmm. it's just letting having a conversation with someone with my mom it's like i know like it's expected that she's gonna say something about Mm. have an opinion or judgment or this or that yeah Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why you feel like probably from the only time that i ever can remember getting in trouble with my dad is because me and my brother were fighting, like we were arguing, and I probably, I'm going to assume that I did something really bad. I don't remember what it was. I'm just going to assume it was something really bad. But whatever it is that I did to my brother or said to my brother, like, pissed off my dad, and he fucking spanked me, and I was already 11 years old, okay? And I was, like, so taken back because I cannot recall a time of my dad ever, like, spanking me, punishing me, grounding me, nothing. Like, nothing, nothing, nothing. That's the only time. And obviously, it affected me because I'm 31 and I still remember that. But that's the only time I can ever remember my dad ever punishing me. So I, I agree with you. I think it does have a lot to do with that because... I'm sure I was punished by my mom countless times. Exactly. So, so it's like <clears throat> always going back, like even if it's like, well, you're not a kid anymore, but still knowing like they're going to have more of a, an opinion instead of just listening and letting you talk and mm-hmm. whatever, express yourself, you know, most likely an opinion or what they think or their view will come out. And it's like, oh, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, my dad just brings me a lot of comfort and. I feel like um, as I've gotten older, my relationship with him has just gotten better and better. And um, I feel like I could talk to him about anything. And um, yeah, I guess. But I also kind of wanted to talk about like how our dads have kind of played a role in like the men we're attracted to and stuff. Like like not in a creepy way, but just like Mm -hmm. because I feel like that does impact Mm -hmm. um, who you may go after yeah or like even if you don't realize it but later on you could think like oh my god they were so much like my dad or they were yes. different from my dad yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. how do you think it's affected you um or like when it comes to the men you attract or that mm-hmm. you're attracted to yeah i feel like um uh for sure <laughs> because my dad's so like handy I, it's just so useful you know like to have that type of skill and like knowledge and stuff so I always feel, and I feel bad. I'm just recently trying to be a little bit more open-minded. But whenever, like, I know that a guy do- isn't handy with um, certain things, I'm always just, or even, like, just one, like, at least be handy in one mm-hmm. thing, you know? Like, if you have no, like, handyman skills in anything, it's such a turnoff for me. And I'm just like, oh, like, 
I don't know. It's just something about it is so, I don't know. It's just, just like a turn off for me. I think that's the like number one thing. Um, yeah, that like I could think of. Like the handy man aspect is what you're attracted to. Yes. Well, like um, I would, I'm attracted to somebody who's more hands-on with anything like and it doesn't even have to be like oh they have to know how to do everything mm-hmm. like at least something at least something yeah like specialize in one thing mm-hmm. um because i don't know i think just having skills like that are very helpful mm-hmm. um but yeah like i said my dad like he, he'll he'll figure it out like if for example if the washer or the dryer at home is broken um he'll figure it out he's another one who's like common sense karen Mm -hmm. but like for example i think their washer was broken or their dryer i can't remember and um he compared the washer and the dryer to a car because my dad like kind Mm -hmm. of fixes cars too or he 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 knows about cars Mm -hmm. and so um he's like yeah it's just common sense because this is similar to that and and then he'll Mm -hmm. like figure it out he just knows how to fix things and i've never seen him like look up shit on youtube i'm not like judging anybody yeah. who will look. like if you're looking up shit on how to like fix things on youtube like good for you like better than not trying better than not trying mm-hmm. exactly yes like i honestly if you are that type of person like yes like you, mm-hmm. you have my approval you know but um my dad is just very i don't know and so i feel like that definitely plays a role on the men that i'm attracted mm-hmm. to so i'm trying to think of like personality wise is like that didn't mm-hmm. make sense. Why is this? Personality-wise, I'm trying to think if anybody... Well, funny, no? Huh? Like, don't you go for, like... Is, funny your dad's guys? funny, right? I think he's a funny guy. Like, he has a yeah. fun personality. Yeah. So I would think that you would go for for more of a fun... You're not going to go for someone so serious, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah, I love, yeah, funny guys. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other stuff. But I think that's kind of it. Like, that's the main major. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's the major one that i can say i get from my dad or that i kind of compare yeah Yeah. what about you i think for me like in the or when i was younger i think i was attracted to men more like my dad in the sense of like feeling more detached like because i never liked feeling like tied down so i'd go after men that i knew like i can you know what i mean like i didn't want to go i like anytime i would get a nice guy that was very like wanting to spend time with me and put effort in this and that i would be like turned away from and it's like no like i'm gonna feel too attached and to mm-hmm. this and you know like i like when i feel like okay like i can have like he's they're okay with having distance and i'm okay and i felt better because then i didn't feel like i was being tied down like suffocated yeah. but now that i'm older i'm definitely going opposite of what i normally in the past would have gone for mm-hmm. Like, now I'm going for the nice guy, like, the ones that I would turn down or eventually, like, you know what I mean? Like, stop talking to because of this or that. And I'm definitely, I would think I'm going for different than my dad. Yeah. In the sense of, like, little things, like I said, like, I was telling you, like, pays attention to detail. Like, I want a man that I can feel like a lady with. Mm -hmm. Like, with my dad, he's not the handyman type of person. Like, I feel like I went after men that... I would have to still be in control and you know what I mean? Like my mom, you know, she's a very strong personality. Mm. She's the one that's getting things done. Yeah. And I felt for so long that was me like 
being the one that I have to be in control because that way I get, I make sure things are done the way I want and I have to do it them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think for so long and I'm tired, I got to a point where it's like, no, I don't want to be always in control. I want someone that can be in control or mm-hmm. make decisions and this and that. And I feel like now I'm going for the opposite where it's like, I want to be, you know, I want to be the princess and mm-hmm. I have a man that can do it or get it done. Yeah. So I think now it's more like I'm going opposite mm-hmm. of what I used to go before. And I think now it's different from my dad. Like I've seen the, I've the similarity, you know, like compared and it's like, I feel like I've matured. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Right now that you were like talking about like doing the, op- just personality wise, I don't think I've ever dated anyone similar to my dad, to be honest, like personality, maybe like the funny thing, but that's it. Like, oh, I think that is it. Like, with my dad, I laugh so much. Like, we mm-hmm. joke about a lot of stuff. And I re- I'm realizing right now that the guys that I've, like, been, like, that I've talked to in the past, they're like that. Like, they're mm-hmm. funny. Like, just, um, we're always mm-hmm. laughing, you know? Um, But one thing right now that you're saying, like, now you're going for the opposite, I kind of feel like, not that I'm attracted to the opposite, but I would like to find somebody who is definitely like a nice guy Mm -hmm. and i know normally that isn't the like girls don't typically go for the nice guy but like i mentioned earlier i think it was on this podcast um and it was on the last episode um that i've been watching um indian matchmaking Mm -hmm. and dude like some of the guys on there like i'm just like oh they're so nice you know like obviously they're getting matched Mm -hmm. up with somebody else who's indian so i don't stand a chance i guess but they're like so freaking nice Mm -hmm. dude and i feel like i feel like i've never gone out with a guy who's just that nice Mm -hmm. at least from what i see on tv you know and i think that's what i would like now And, Mm -hmm. and, and for me like the nice guy that i like is i want someone that's still gonna be a man but knows how to be a gentleman yes and knows how to like you know take care of a woman but i don't like the nice guys where it's like you're basically a pushover a pushover and like that's not attractive like i still need a man yeah but i need a man that knows how to treat a lady yes i know how to sometimes i think about this person Uh um so after (laughs) after i had just gone like a week later after i got out of a relationship um i was hanging out with a friend that i had and i think he was thinking more of our hangout than i was you know like i think it meant more to him than it did to me like i was just trying to get my mind off things and just go hang out like i wasn't trying to hook up with him or anything like that because uh, in my mind we're just friends but um i remember he had like leaned in for a kiss and i just like totally shut him down because obviously that's not where my head was at but sometimes like i i've thought or whatever i think now that my mentality is more about a nice guy type of vibe sometimes i'm like man what would my life have been had i given him a chance because he was definitely a nice guy and but the only thing is like how you said the turnoff was that he was a pushover like i knew i would be the one like in charge like and i don't want that yeah Yeah. i don't want that either i I feel like you and i kind of want similar things in a relationship now i want you to tell me like i like with you know who i'm talking to that when we plan on hanging out it's one of those like um, like if he knows I can spend the night, it's one of those like bring your clothes so you can spend the night and we'll mm-hmm. go out for like even when we plan to hang out for when he comes back next weekend, it's like one of those like um I just ask like what time do you want me to go over or what time do you want to hang out and it's like as early as you can like 
get here once you're ready and we'll go out for breakfast it's not one of yeah. those like i wonder what we're gonna do and i have to be texting like well what are we gonna do and i don't know what do what you, do you do? want to do we could just yeah. do whatever you're like no i like that it could be like just be here as soon as you get get ready and we'll go out to breakfast or brunch or like he just puts and i don't have to think about it mm-hmm. you know yeah he, he's putting in all that effort and yeah i like that very much every little thing that he's taking a notice of what i like like i told you my champagne every time i go over he has a champagne bottle because he knows that's what i like to drink so in case i want to drink anything like he's always like i don't have to tell him hey can you get me my my you know or for him to say oh go to the store and stop by and get one or yeah. nothing it's like i don't even I, I didn't even ask for it when he started it's just like oh i remember you said you like to drink this so i got you you know whatever even though he doesn't really drink but it's like in case i want anything it's there and it's like just so many things that it's like sometimes i'm like is it too good to be true and i'm like you know what like i don't put too much thought into it i'm like i'm just gonna enjoy Mm -hmm. the ride and wherever this goes it goes and but at least i know like now i can't lower my standards ever again it's like it's only up up from here like Mm -hmm. i'll never go i'll i know they say never say never but i'll never date anybody like from my past yeah ever yeah like i've had a couple good guys that i would i turned down and i'm like oh i wonder yeah like what would my life have been because they were really great guys like that too that paid attention to detail and like you know you're gonna be like a princess to them but i i was still at that immature mentality where nice guys like no like i was going for the assholes Mm -hmm. and the guys that weren't putting much effort in and i'm being the one in control and now it's like nope never again yep like i'd rather be alone than to be with someone like that ever again i agree a hundred percent like everything you just said i agree with and um i'm sure I feel like other girls may have may be more affected by like their dads mm-hmm. and stuff in that sense, like on how it affected them going into relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I don't feel like um, it really affected me. Mm-hmm. And I think because my dad was, um, for the most part, I guess, consistent mm-hmm. on like, Um, just being in my life Mm -hmm. in general because again like I never really I think the longest period of time that I went seeing without seeing my dad I want to say was like I think you think do you think it was like six months I think so I I think it's safe to say like maybe six months months. yeah yeah I'm just gonna guess Mm -hmm. Uh, if maybe if anything it might be less than the six months Mm -hmm. and but the only reason why we didn't talk or we couldn't really talk was because my parents splitting up and like it was just um difficult for you know my parents to communicate and just um we were just going through a lot of things and um yeah so it wasn't anything like where my dad like stopped talking to us or anything like that it was just very hard to be able to communicate Mm -hmm. between my parents and we obviously stayed with my mom Mm -hmm. so just whatever and I back then like I didn't have a cell phone Mm -hmm. you know and I don't think my mom wanted my dad to like have her phone number just Mm -hmm. random shit like that but anyways um so yeah but I don't think I don't think I'm like as affected as I know other mm-hmm. girls in their life um, probably have been affected with their mm-hmm. like own little issues with their dad mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, um, what was I gonna say? Do you think this is a good place to end? Do you I have thoughts? So. No, I mean, I think I talked everything that I could say for yeah. now. I think any other thing could be for a different 
yeah. topic you know eight daddy issues yeah <laughs> but like i seriously i sincerely don't think i have daddy mm. issues to be I honest mean, i'm not gonna consider lie. myself a daddy, daddy issues but i don't know if maybe some choices have affected like i don't know like mm-hmm. you know i i have to really sit down and think about it and see if i have daddy issues what is an issue that i can say it came from you know what mm-hmm. i mean I, I feel like i mentioned like w- maybe how it's affected when it comes to the men I've been attracted mm-hmm. to in the past, but it's also never been anything where I felt like that's just how exactly how my dad is. It's mm-hmm. never been where it's like, you're just like my dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, I don't think I've had anything similar. Like I think that. if anything, I was trying to go for a little bit different. I didn't want to uh-huh. feel like I was with someone just exactly like him, but I think it has affected maybe where little bits and pieces of a person may be similar to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is a good place to end our Father's Day. Um, happy Father's Day for yeah. all the dads out there. Yes, Happy listening. Father's Day, and then also, you know, a- again acknowledging the father figures that you have out there that are not necessarily your biological father. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So, thank you guys for listening to To Each Their Own. You guys can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at official underscore To Each Their Own. You can follow me on social media. Well, my TikTok and my Instagram are the same, but I forget to mention TikTok is Leslie Isamar, L E S L I E I X A M A R. And then you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Karen O H H. And my TikTok account is different from my Instagram account. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Maybe you can. <laughs> you can find me. Can find it. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. That's a good episode. How long was that? An hour?